What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 112 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. Hello, everybody. And it wouldn't be our show if we didn't have the classic intro, The Ninth Wonder, Chocolate Thunder, Licking Butts and Getting in Guts, The Ass Tasting, Times a Wasting, Having Fun Eating That Scrum, The Phenomenal One, Hey. Jay, sing. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. <laughs> Maybe you should ask people to like and subscribe before you do that introduction. <laughs> That's why they, they like and subscribe. <laughs> I, I always wonder that. Should we plug more stuff off the top to like and subscribe? But I, I feel like people just know if you're watching a YouTube video, like the, they want you to like and subscribe. Yeah. It's kind of cake, you know, built in the, the cake. Um, well, we'll see if you want to like and subscribe after we continue our uh, tradition of reviewing every episode of She-Hulk this week, episode six. But before we get to that, guys, what else have you been watching and or doing this week? Man, I, I saw the uh, breakdown of uh, Purple Hearts, which is a Netflix movie, and I've seen, I've seen it like from two or three different people now. It is an awful movie. Purple Hearts. Yeah. Is this like a war movie? What is this? Well, so like it's okay, it's really lame. It's this girl who's supposed to be like a liberal, and this marine who's supposed to be like I guess a conservative. Oh, and so like red and, and like blue a romance makes purple. Yeah, and uh, he's you know he, she needs health insurance basically. She's got diabetes. She can't uh, get her insulin. <laughs> it's too expensive. Her. If only there was universal health care. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, um, you know, and her, she's just got a shitty life. And uh, then this Marine comes along, and he has health care from the government. And this is not how this works in real life. You cannot <laughs> do this in real life. But she gets married to him. Like, she knows a guy who he knows. And then, like, they end up meeting. And so, yeah, they get together. And they have this fake marriage for insurance. Uh I guess he gets some benefit out of it too. I'm I'm not sure. I think he like saves money somehow. But um <laughs> on blowjobs, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's this terrible story about how like they fall in love and there's like no it just doesn't make sense. It's just, it feels like it's propaganda or something. <laughs> it, it's just low, low, shitty, terrible movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen three different people just go in on it. And it's just like, wow, man, somebody made this movie in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to end with them all happy. But then, you know how some movies used to do that thing where then there'd be just like text on the screen, like saying oh, yeah. what happened. <laughs> text comes up and be like, they broke up two days later. <laughs> <laughs> they hate each other now. yeah i saw this movie like uh about this marine marrying like uh this iranian or some sort of like middle eastern princess almost and like they made it out to be this great love story and everything and then like later on you find out that they got divorced because like he hated that she partied too much <laughs> i was like all right well that's that love story for you can you, do you think you could ever make it work with someone who's the, your political opposite? I just can't imagine it. No. I mean, I've dated Republicans before, but that was before. <laughs> and also, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they weren't. They didn't seem like Trump supporters, but if, if you fast-forwarded to, like, 2016 and later, and you find out they're a Trump supporter, then, yeah, I... <laughs> I, I remember the Reagan statue. Yeah, oh my god, she had a bust of Reagan. I was like, she's she's moderate, right? Like, you know, I was like, okay. But I don't even know if those exist anymore, man. I don't know. If you have a bust of Reagan, it seems like you're pretty far. Yeah, I should have known. There were red flags. <laughs> Although, you know, people will talk about how, like, if Ronald Reagan was, uh, you know, running against Donald Trump, he, he would have been like, oh, there's Shaky Ronnie or something, you know, some yeah. sort of scummy nickname. And the Republican Party today would hate him because he's too middle of the road, you know. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I, I mean, now it's gotten to the point where there's a lot of people who like outdo themselves like trying to get to the far right because they don't want to be considered like a moderate you know like they're stepping over each other just trying to get there 
By the way, do you watch more breakdowns of movies and TV shows than actual? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I watch more breakdowns. Like it saves me the time of like having to watch a movie that's not shitty enough to be good bad, but at the same time you get to appreciate the bad quality of movies. You know, you get to see the humor in them that other people found. So I like it. It's a good deal. And what about you? You guys are keeping me loaded on bad shows. <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah, once they start once Disney starts airing like two Marvel shows a week, then you you're really screwed. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that, but uh I yeah, you did get me to watch Severed, which was pretty good. And uh unfortunately it's Severance, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah, the cut they in the, the show procedure. they're called severed, but right. the show's called severed. Right. But um yeah, pretty good. But I don't know that I really love that they ended on a cliffhanger. Cause I'm like, this is one of those shows that could just be blindly canceled. Mm. Like it's good, but does it hit like oh, enough people? Yeah, that would suck. If it was, I didn't think about that. That would because re- yeah, it did leave on a pretty good cliffhanger. Yeah, it's it was way up there. I, like I think I, it, I think people liked it quite a bit, so I'm assuming it'll come back. But that, yeah, that would suck. Actually, I stayed up late last night for like the first time in a long time, and I finished that episode, and I was like, oh, I gotta go to bed. And I got out of the morning, I was like, well, I got nothing to do for a while. I guess I'll keep watching. And I was like. Oh, that was the last one. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, they want you to come back. Yeah, great show though, right? Yeah, it was very, it was good. And then I noticed you, you've been watching that uh, cyberpunk Edge Runners anime. Yeah, I don't know how many of those I've watched. I've watched four or five of those. It's going pretty good. Enough to keep me entertained. I've also been watching uh, breakdowns of uh, Christian movies. Like, there's a service called oh, man. there's a, pure, a service called Pure Flix. And it's basically Pure like Netflix, Flicks. but for like Christian oh, man. stuff. It's just Kirk Cameron movies. <laughs> I, dare, I think Kirk Cameron is on there. Right? I dare you to buy a month of that. <laughs> oh, oh and just binge it. There's like, there's no free trial. We need you to pay out of the game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, oh my gosh, there is some, uh, some variety of just terrible movies in there and they, they even try to make horror movies and they're so tame and not scary and, <laughs> and it's always like satan yeah. the devil is always <laughs> bad guy. the and question the, is like if that's the only tv you had at some point you would start watching it yeah yeah and then more than that at some point you'd be like man i really would like to watch some tv today <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'd ever get stockholm home syndrome and be like you know they're making some good points for sure. Yeah, if that was the only thing you could watch, then you would develop like an emotional connection to a horrible TV show. <laughs> Man, yeah, like I've never watched one of those Kurt Cameron movies. I just know they exist. Like I think there's one called Fireproof or something, where he's I don't know some Christian firefighter maybe. I don't know, and he gets burned to death. <laughs> You know, a common theme is cancer in these movies. Uh, like, people die of cancer and stuff. Uh, and it's like, all right. I guess they're, like, saying in hard times, turn to God, you know? Yeah. That's how you get them. Yep. God saved those guys. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch a ton this week, but I did just get out of the theater. I decided to uh, watch the re-release of Avatar. Because I never I never got to watch it in the theaters. And, like, everybody said, like, that's the movie you got to watch in 3D. So I did that. And, like, it's kind of a cool experience, but what I found weird is that I thought the 3D effects were, like, most, like, distinct and profound in the scenes where it was just, like, people talking, like, in a building, rather than, like, the more fantastical, like, parts I, I know, Pandora. Like, like, in some, like, what opens, like, in the spaceship, right? So that was, I remember that being a impression when I first watched it. Yeah, there is a spaceship at the very beginning, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really liked it. One thing I thought was weird was like, they're like, at some point there's like some pictures like on a refrigerator or something random, but the pictures themselves look 3D and I was like, that yeah, doesn't make sense. I did notice that and I was like, is that maybe like a weird effect they couldn't get rid of or something? Well, I thought maybe they were saying like in the future, pictures will be in 3D. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't really make sense. I, I, I noticed that too and I was like, that does look a little strange, but I... I I didn't know if it was just like, you know, something caused by the 3D effect that they couldn't maybe get rid of. And they're just like, oh, it looks distinct, I guess. How long has it been since you've seen it in 3D? Now when it came out. I don't it would have been like 2009. I can't remember that stuff. Yeah. I, I just remember I liked it in 3D. Yeah. I thought it looked really good. 
I, I was just like a, like a little kid in a candy store. It was just, I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, it's one of those movies where like I didn't see it right away. And like a lot of reviewers are pretty harsh on it. They were just like, oh, it's Dances and Wolves in yeah, Space or whatever, right. which like I get that and I get the whole unobtainium of it all. <laughs> there the there were a time, couple lines like unobtainium that were preachy. That- <laughs> there there are, but at the same time, like I think it's still a fun movie. There's lots of good visuals, lots of good action. And just On the whole, I enjoy, yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I, just, I think it's an artwork, you know, just like. Cinem- like visually, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, it looks really cool. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, and then really the only other thing I watched this week is um, they dropped the first three episode- episodes of... Episodes. Uh, episodes. That would be a, g- a good uh, show. Of that show, Andor. Uh, oh, yeah, I've heard yeah, of that. Yeah, it's a new Star Wars okay. show on Disney+. Plus. And so far, just three episodes in, but I'm really liking it. I think it's really good. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Uh, what is it like? Uh, is it like a Star Wars slash Game of Thrones kind of thing or something? No. Um, did you ever watch Star Wars um, Rogue One, which was kind of like a prequel that took place right before, like where the original Star Wars movie would have began, oh, okay. and they get the plans for the Death Star. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, Di- Diego Luna is like uh, an actor in that movie, and so this is um, a prequel <laughs> to, to that story of of his character. Kind of, uh, um, it looks like joining the how he joined the rebellion to begin with. Kind of, man. I mean, Star Wars is a that's a intimidating project. I would imagine for anybody to take on and build this whole world out because. People have been studying it for decades, and like, yeah, some people are so into it. They they will find the plot hole and everything. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with like different time periods and like so many characters. Like, I don't. I'm I'm sure they got like some continuity masters that try to keep it as straight as they can. But yeah, it's got to be difficult. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different from Marvel and DC in the sense that like they get to like wipe everything clean or be like, oh, we did it that way this time, we'll do it this way this time. You know, like, they they get a little bit of leeway, but Star Wars, does is it, like, everything's, like, pretty much, there's a canon universe, right? Like, right, so, uh, when, when Disney bought Marvel and started making the new movies, like, they basically had to say that a lot of the, like, comic books and books um, that, you know, people wrote after, like, the original trilogy and stuff, they kind of basically just had to say, yeah, that's not canon anymore. Or maybe they pick and choose some some of that stuff. But yeah, from what I understand, like The Force Awakens like con- contradicts some of the stuff that was in those oh, okay. things. And now they just they, they like they just call that stuff like Star Wars like legendary material or something. So like you can still read it and stuff, but it it basically didn't happen, I guess. Or maybe they pick and choose some stuff from that that Okay, kind of like Marvel then, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. They need a multiverse to wipe away all their sins. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if that's like the go-to for everybody messes up their plot holes. They're like, oh, multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kind of sucks, though, because like, I really, really dug The Force Awakens, which was the, the first movie of the, the new trilogy, you know? Yeah. But then the other two are just kind of... Well, like Last Jedi, I really didn't like. And then like... The uh, Rise of Skywalker, I was like, uh, it's okay, but it felt like they had to, you know, stuff like 10 pounds of material in a five-pound bag because the the Last Jedi, like, went so wrong, <laughs> you know, and, like, they tried to get it back on course, but it was just, like, too much <laughs> to try. I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't remember a lot of those movies. I, I've seen them, but I think Adam Driver, from what I had seen, like, his arc could have been really good if he had become, like a really dark villain after everything he's been through. Like, you know, even you see the good in him, you see the bad, of course, but like, then he, did he do that? Like, I don't think so. I don't know. I just always thought he seemed like an angsty wiener. Yeah. In the end, they, they, they basically, he, what, he kind of follows the same path as Darth Vader where he's like, he's a bad guy, but then they kind of redeem him at the end, you know, and make him somewhat good again, you know, before he dies. And it's just like, I don't know. It seems like they could have done something. Oh, so Adam Driver died in the last movie. Yeah. Oh, all right. The turn to evil has never been compelling in Star Wars. The turn to evil, like uh, Anakin to begin with? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the prequels weren't very good, were they? It could have been good, but it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. I I think both those storylines were, yeah, neither of them were. Yeah, that's the other thing. The last Jedi 
Jedi, that movie tried to explain where Kylo Ren went yeah. evil. And yeah, that didn't, that explanation I thought was weak too. I mean, like in the the first movies where you just have this preformed evil guy, you know, invader, that was fine. But like, they did not arc into it very well. <laughs> like they should have just left that alone, I think. You think they should have never gone for the prequel? I mean, maybe, but if you do it, that's like a... That's like a keystone. Like you have to get that. I think prequels are tricky because like people are so attached to, you know, the first thing and they're like, if you're going to mess with it, like if you're going to tell me how this person came to being, like it better be as compelling as I find the character, you know, and that's a tough road to balance, I think. And yeah, most people, it's funny, most people hate the prequels, but from what I understand, like people that were kids when those movies came out kind of, you know, have affection towards those movies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. Every generation has their, like, you know, that bond. Right. And that's what's happening now. Like, the young people today have a bond with the newer movies, just like the people in the 80s had the bond with the uh, originals. Yeah, 70s and 80s, yeah. Um, And the only other thing I kind of consumed was, uh, comic book-wise, I finished my reread of that Gotham Central series. Man, that is a great series. Like, anybody who hasn't read DC Comics or, or is thinking about getting into it, I would definitely put that series, like, on, on the old reading pile towards the top of the list. Man, I think Marvel and DC are coming out with some pretty wild stories right now. Uh, I'm listening to them from uh, Comics Explained. Rob Jefferson, he goes over Oh, okay. And uh, I think DC's got a story right now where, like, the... You know how, like, there's, like, God in the DC universe? I, forget, I don't know what he's called, but, like, a God. But uh, you don't really see him or anything. You don't... There's no... You know, you don't, whatever. But uh, there's also the opposite of that god, which is like, you know, like a devil type of darkness, you know. And that darkness is returning and uh, it's it's taking over like dark side has made him like a little pawn for himself. And like, it's just this massive villain that's just like apparently the strongest they've ever faced. And they've like wiped out the whole story with the, with what's her name, Kronika or the... Oh... I know who you're talking about, too, but I forget her name. I'm mixing her up with the Mortal Kombat lady. <laughs> but, yeah, I have, is the series you're talking about, it's called, like, Dark Crisis or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't read that one yet. I, I'm a little behind on my DC comics. I need to catch up. But, yeah, I know the I know the female character you're talking about because she was in a Justice League book I was reading. And now I forget her name, too. Yeah, but, yes. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, and Marvel's doing the same thing. Like they, I recently told you about like Hulk fighting uh, Thor. And oh, Kansas. right, right, right. They're, they're, I mean, they're throwing the kitchen sink with these comics, man. They're <laughs> like really putting like heavy hitters out there. I don't know. I mean, uh, I thought King and Black was really good too. I just I love seeing like these villains that are like so compelling and fun to watch. And I think like we were talking about earlier, like the villains are who make or break these movies. And that's why I think star Wars kind of has issues ever since Vader left, you know, like, Oh, finding like another compelling villain. Yeah. Like, cause Thanos was like that villain for Marvel and everybody got on board with that. I think if, uh, you know, star Wars like sets up the next new villain like that, like, like Kang is kind of being set up, I think for the next phase of Marvel, like, if they could do that in Star Wars, they could have, like, a lot of, you know, people jump on board with their villains. The other thing with, like, Star Wars is ultimately, like, the enemy is always fascism. Like, mm. it's always, like, a story against, like, the rebels against the not- space Nazis, basically. Mm. And, like, at least <clears throat> the so- Han Solo movie was, you know, they it was more of a heist movie. And, like, that stuff is in, like, the background of the world. But it felt like a bit of a break, I guess. Where, so, yeah, I think... The Star Wars is kind of tricky, where where the bad guys kind of always feel similar, like they're just <clears throat> an evil soldier, like you Hydra, know, basically. yeah, working for the Nazis, you know. The Empire needs to actually collapse. Well, and that's kind of, but isn't like Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, so wouldn't that be a time where the Empire like is collapsed? Yeah, it could be, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Star Wars. Yeah, not that far. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Star Wars aficionado by any means. But yeah, I mean, so the Empire, like you're saying, it collapsed. That was was that later on in the series? Yeah. Well, well, that's. Or actually, does the Mandalorian take? Now I'm confused. Does the Mandalorian? I was thinking it takes place after. Yeah, I think it does take place after Return of the Jedi. 
But then I guess at some point, this newer trilogy that we just had picks up and the Empire is reborn in a way. So I don't, I don't really know the history of... Which how, one does Yoda die in? I think he died... he was the last of his... He, he, right? he must die in... I mean, he's, the first movie he's in is Empire, so he must die in Return of the Jedi. That might make sense. I'm sure there's nerds like screaming at us right now because I'm well, not. I'm by no means a Star Wars expert. I just kind of casually watch Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I can't begin to explain the stuff. But anyway, is is uh, in the Mandalorian? Is he a clone? The uh, is the Mandalorian a clone? The little what do they call him? Baby Yoda. Yeah, go Grogu. 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 Um, they haven't said that. Because hmm. I thought Yoda was supposed to be like the last of his kind. Well, I believe there was a um, a female version of his species in the prequels. And Gremlins too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine two like Yodas getting it on? Horny <laughs> <laughs> I am. Old ass Yoda. <laughs> I'll ride you like a backpack. <laughs> Finish oh. inside you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know what I, why Yoda's like my least favorite Star Wars character is because he's the ultimate buzzkill. He's like, oh, you can't love. Love leads to hate or blah, 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 blah. And he's, he's like, that's why Anakin turned evil, I think, is because Yoda was always like fucking busting his balls over like, <laughs> don't have any fun. I mean, fuck. Fucking Yoda. <laughs> um, you guys got anything else you want to talk to before we get into story time? All right, guys. We'll do a round of stories, and then we'll get into She-Hulk. Uh, oh, did I tell you guys I met God this week? You did oh. not. Yeah, he was crazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like God. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> if I could tell by all the yeah. global warming and stuff. No, I was homeless, dude. He's like he's talking about how he's God and like all this crazy shit. I was like, imagine if you just get to heaven and it's just like some crazy homeless fucker. And be like, oh, god damn it. This yeah. is going to be a long ride. I mean... You know what? That was a test of your faith, and you fucking failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he was coming back. You just didn't believe him. You're going to get to the pearly gates, and there's going to be that guy, and he's going to be like, and you didn't believe me, flush. I listened to your podcast. <laughs> he's what you had to say. He was like, I died for your sins, and then you committed more. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fun times. So, did you give him everything you have and devote your life to him? Yeah. Oh, and there was like a shooting uh, a couple blocks from work again. Oh, that's always that's exciting. Nice what did you ask God about that? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been God working mysterious ways. Why do you let these things happen, God? <laughs> <laughs> He's like got a gun in his. <laughs> <laughs> it's thunder. <laughs> Making it rain, blood. <laughs> uh, story time, then? Story time. All right, guys. Anyone who hasn't watched or listened, we're going to go around the table. Everybody's going to bring a wacky news story to the table, and we'll see if we can't just make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, we usually start with AJ. So, AJ, what do you got for us this week? If you're a fan of memes, and particularly of Today I Learned Facts, then you might want to want to pin your ears back because this tale focuses on one of the goats in meme culture uh, of the past few years. Okay, he wasn't actually a goat, but he was a giant ape. We're talking, of course, about Harambe the gorilla. Now, you're probably, now you probably remember Harambe was tragically shot back in 2016 after a young child managed to get into his enclosure at the Cincinnati Zoo. For the safety of the child, a large adult male gorilla is a dangerous prospect in, the situ in such situations. A difficult decision was taken to shoot poor Harambe dead. There wasn't, there really wasn't much uh, that could be done about it, but in that controversial and sad moment, an internet legend was born. Anyway, this is a positive piece of news, relatively speaking. There's, this is because it turns out that Harambe's bloodline did not die with him because his sperm was taken after his death so that there may one day be the pitter-patter of tiny gorilla feet bearing the same genetic makeup as the internet's unlikely hero. Despite the fact that Harambe was 17 years old and had not reached uh, breeding maturity at the time of his death, Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Gardens director Thane Minard uh, said at the time, there's a future. It's not the end of the gene pool. 
Uh, the details have since been pretty thin on the ground, as we can't fully be sure whether any children will ever be born from Harambe sperm. The Cincinnati Zoo has a very successful breeding program for apes and monkeys, having seen more than 50 over a history stretching more than 50 years. Uh, in truth, Harambe himself was brought to the zoo having been born in captivity in Texas to be part of a breeding program. However, he met an untimely end to the fateful day back in to, to that fateful day back in 2016. Uh, uh, one thing is for certain, he'll never be forgotten, having passed over in a rarefied air uh, of online celebrity and immortality. While he may never have children in life or death, he will always have an army of internet acolytes who remember his story and, for whatever reason, choose to get their dicks out over it. What? What? <laughs> you see that? Uh, seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> dicks out of. All right. Uh, maybe that's that. This is that uh, English website. Maybe that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an expression over the pond. R.I.P. Harambe. But I mean, <laughs> look, Harambe wasn't like a genius gorilla. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I mean, his life was cut short and he was meant for breeding. I think that's what this really comes down to. Are people going to go there and be like, oh, that's Harambe's son? Yeah, right. Let's shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want kids, but like if someone wants to, like after I die, like drain your balls, drain my balls and make someone else raise my kids, I guess go for it. <laughs> I mean, if it makes the world a better place somehow. Well, it would if I was carried on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody was fulfilled in life by raising that child. <laughs> I don't see how they couldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. More Harambe's in the world. That's that's something. All right, manifesto round one. Men fined for eating raw squirrels at vegan events. Oh, no. So, two guys... <laughs> this is like on a stick. <laughs> they go to a vegan event on purpose, apparently with dead squirrels, with the sole purpose of eating them in front of vegans. <laughs> I mean, who are you hurting? You're hurting yourself more than anybody. It feels like it's going to be like squirrels. one of those ones where you're, they're like, oh, and they died of freaking... Uh, <laughs> Rabies or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one that mice have? Bonnie Plague? Oh, dengue fever or whatever? No, apparently they have more than one because I'm thinking of a different one. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you just die of some mouse disease. <laughs> Actually, there was a story where somebody ate a rat and died of bubonic plague. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a while ago. It'd be funny if they just had like, live, like, uh, like not even like butchered squirrel, just like... Uh, and they're just like biting its head off, like really gruesome. <laughs> well, well, they they said it. it was raw. I think there is a picture where it's got like uh, oh, that's so nasty. Didn't have fur the on hair it. on it. Oh my god! You can see the little furry legs and shit down there. That is wild. I, I think I figured they like at least like you know cooked it and like no no raw. Ugh. Veganism equals malnutrition is his what? shirt. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure eating a fucking <laughs> yeah, unclean squirrel <laughs> is is real good for you. Uh, Man, they're not making geez. their point. <laughs> Hanta virus. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, so okay. Three people, three three viruses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if the one I said is from mice or not. <laughs> <laughs> Butt-to-mouth disease. <laughs> Mice AIDS. Uh, anything more on the squirrels? <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, okay, I got one for you. Naked Carpenter has been jailed again after exposing himself just hours after being released. <laughs> I mean, that guy's definitely going to get Carpenter's balls. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of jail. He's like, ah, I haven't been naked in like, <laughs> days. <laughs> By the way, I get that there's nudists and like people who just love being naked, but... If there was one activity where I would think you'd want maybe just a little bit of something uh, covering you, it's carpentry. That's one of them. <laughs> like sharp power yeah. tools and shit. They get a sliver. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You're working with wood. You know, maybe have some pants on. Um, let's see here. A man branded the naked carpenter has been jailed after he was caught wearing see-through pants to a police station. <laughs> just hours. He wore them to the police station. <laughs> yeah. Not just that. And that was just hours after he had been released. Uh, Robert Jenner uh, from Maidstone is a proud... <laughs> I'm back and I got pants. How do you like it, motherfuckers? <laughs> is a proud naturist and has been in trouble with the law in the past for his insistence on going around in the buff. 
And the 49-year-old has now been convicted for breaching a criminal behavior order, which meant he had to wear at least two layers of clothes. <laughs> He's like, my underwear. They're also see-through. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, to pre- prevent him from exposing his genitalia. There's a rule that says you have to wear two layers of clothes? For him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir. You it's like we call it the Robert Law. <laughs> uh, it was imposed back in 2019 at Canterbury Crown Court to try and curb Jenner's behavior. In order to get around it, though, Jenner arrived at Maidstone Police Station on the 12th of January wearing see-through pants and a mesh thong. Well, he did oh, have he did, two layers. Did there you go. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he was in compliance. With DC Melanie Bolt and PC Homum El Sanawi recalling that they saw everything as he arrived. <laughs> uh, Robert Jenner has been jailed for breaching a court order. During the trial, the court heard that the incident happened on the same day that he had been released from prison for a large number of offenses for exposure. Defending Jenner, uh, barrister Neal Doherty said, quote, he still believes the top he had been wearing in the police station covered his genital area. At the trial, prosecutor William Snedden said, quote, he left prison, went to the police station to make inquiries about a mobile telephone, wearing clothes he hadn't been wearing when he had left prison. Uh, the former soldier claimed that it was a breach of his human rights to force him to wear clothes, and he admitted that he didn't wear underpants during his shifts as a delivery driver and actually had a hole cut in his crotch. <laughs> the jury took just a few minutes to come to a decision, and Jenner was convicted of breaching his order and sentenced to one year in prison. It is the second time he has breached the order. Passing the ruling, Judge Charles McDonald QC said Jenner had showed a contempt for the court and the law. The 49-year-old claimed it was a breach of his human rights uh, not to allow him to go out in the buff. In his most recent trial, Mr. Doherty said, quote, he is a naturist and often goes to uh, naturist beaches in France, Marbella, and the Isle of Sheppey, including swimming. He doesn't regret anything, but he is thoroughly sick of prison. He also claimed that his be too fucking sick of it. <laughs> he also claimed that his client's behavior had nothing to do with his sexual desires and was not sinister. Judge McDonald said the order had been the result of persistent criminal behavior. In court, Jenner was asked, quote, do you consider yourself to be a naturist? And he replied, yes, to me, naturism means being open. Because Jenner had been on remand since the incident, he is expected to be released immediately from custody. However, he will remain subject to the order. I mean, even like, okay, even if you love being naked, when the threat is to be imprisoned, aren't you going to be a, a little more careful, won't you think? I mean, he wins at the end. He can be naked in prison. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on your inclinations, whether it's a good thing. He'll be, he'll be very open. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole naked carpentry gimmick, that seems like a terrible decision. Oh, that sounds horrible. But I can't help but, like... Just imagine, like, we, we were all naked human beings to begin with. And now, at some point, we're at the point where we're like, this person's not wearing clothes, you know? Like, it, it's just so, like, you know, for most of our history, we were like, why would we put yeah. on clothes? You know, that's just so restrictive. And there's still cultures you're like, well, that's your culture. They yeah. can be naked. Yeah. They, they can walk around with just, like, a hollowed-out stick on their dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how they live. <laughs> Makes sense. That me. is true. Like, uh, shame does creep in pretty fast in America. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I don't know if I told you both this story. I think Ajay heard it. But uh, I was in the car. I don't think I talked about this on the show. But it was uh, me and Roman. The two kids were in the back. And they were picking me up from work. And, like, we're going down the street. And there's this... Oh yeah, two homeless people, and there's this like old like crone, like just (laughs) fucking buck ass naked. And like I tell the kids, I'm like, look over there, don't stop fucking looking over there. (laughs) And then like one of them, you know, he's just like, okay. And the other one, like he looks back and he's looking. I'm like, fucking look that way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's a curious cat. That one. I like he's yeah he's defiant, but he it cost him that day. (laughs) Fucking. Dried up like titties just hanging all over the place. Oh. He's like, I'll, I'll look wherever you want me to, Dad. <laughs> yeah, then we're, we're driving. And he's like, Why was she like that? And mom's like, 
oh, yeah, she has mental problems and drugs and whatever. And she's like, don't do drugs. And he's like, she was horrible. It's <laughs> like, well, somebody just like, you know, took one of those like core memories and put it on the shelf. You know? Well, she taught him a lesson. <laughs> that's why you always listen to your dad. Yeah. And that's when I knew I was gay as a goose. <laughs> Yeah, she could have scarred him for that. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, this is horrible. <laughs> I've seen a couple naked people working that close to downtown, and it's like, you don't want to do it. I got to say, I, I, I've never just seen someone naked in public. I, I'd say this is like my fourth time. Like, I, I saw a woman running across the street in front of me one time. I've seen two old women, and I saw like one like big black dude from the backside. <laughs> What is how? It's like, oh, I don't need this in my the life. Oh yeah, I walked around the corner to like an old dude taking a shit. It's <laughs> like Jesus. We need more public restrooms, man, for the homeless and stuff. Like, well, it was really bad with COVID because like all the McDonald's and oh. everybody just closed their doors, and suddenly there's like nowhere to shit anywhere. Right. You know, I will say, I don't want to see people like that woman naked. But just from a freedom standpoint, I think as long as it's not in a public like building where there's like a health risk, like people probably should be allowed to be naked. I think we get used to it pretty fast. I think like, so too. But nobody sexy would do it. Yeah. <laughs> nobody you want to see naked would do it. Honestly, a person's not sexy after like five minutes of being naked. Like once you've seen them for a while, some you're people. Like, <laughs> 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 you just get yeah, you get used to it. You know? Yeah, I don't want to get used to it. <laughs> sure you do. Um, well, that was story time. Guys, should we do it? Should we review She-Hulk episode six? She-Hulk. <laughs> oh, Shulky. Uh, all right, so this episode of She-Hulk uh, entitled Just Jen. Um, so we start off with Jen gets an invitation to be a bridesmaid at a wedding and she like opens invitation. And there's like tons of confetti. Now I swear like the invitation said like the name Julie on it, but apparently like this woman's goes by Lulu or whatever. That's what they call her for the rest of the show. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pay too much attention. Yeah. <laughs> what could it mean? <laughs> now. Okay. So like her and Nikki, like she's getting ready for this thing. And she, she does one of her fourth wall breaks. And actually, I, I kind of called something from last week because I said, that, you know, they tease Daredevil. And I'm like, well, you know, a lot of times when they have a steep cliffhanger like that, the next show, they don't, yeah. you know, do anything with it. A lot of shows do that. I think it's just to get people to make sure they come back two weeks in a row rather than one or something. I don't know. But basically, she breaks the fourth wall and she's like, oh, a self-contained wedding episode. Well, that's inconvenient. Like, you know, weddings are inconvenient. So, or, I forget exactly what she said, but basically she's specifically like busting our balls saying, you wanted to see Daredevil, didn't you? Well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's like, we know this is bad writing, but uh, we're going to at least admit to it. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I wanted to ask. Like, did you guys think that that was clever or just annoying? Because I lean towards annoying. Yeah, It, it was trying to be clever, but like... The rest of the show has to have something. Otherwise, you're just telling the truth, and it's a horrible one. <laughs> well, and that's one thing I've noticed in this show is I really think, like, the writers are, are writing in a very defensive manner where they're like, okay, like, the people that are going to be watching this are going to be men's rights activist assholes, and we got to write this show where we... <laughs> Piss them off. Where we totally, like, throw something at them every episode. And to me, I'm like... I don't think the majority of people who would give the show She-Hulk a legitimate shot are probably, you know, men's rights activist types. You know, I'm certainly not, and I feel like I don't need this lecture, you yeah. know? And that's it's, what it, it's preaching. That's what it feels like every, a little bit every episode is there's a lecture. It doesn't, you know? I do feel like it's tones. It's backed off from like the first couple episodes where it was like every five minutes. Although I will say there's something that we'll get to at the very end of this episode where I feel like they just are doing it again. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'd like them to there's, see There's definitely them. like some messages coming before the stories, coming before the characters, just coming before like any like thing that would make it good. I feel it's like 
when we criticize this stuff, we almost can't win because people think that we're then becoming like those people. But I mean, we haven't had any like comments where people are like, "Oh, your piece is a shit." That's true. Well, not yet though. <laughs> I mean, feel we need free. more. We need more viewers. Before it's we okay. Get gotta more get haters. Some, gotta gotta drink in front more of them. Haters. No, it's a, we can corner the market on man hate. It's, no, it's like I really am okay with them, like you know, addressing like you know issues that women face. But when you when you do it like they've been doing, it just the I biggest, don't know. It, the biggest issue she's actually faced is like another petty bitchy woman. <laughs> that is kind of true. Part. That is kind of true. Um, also, Titania, like. She's not the villain. She's not the villain of this show. Like, she's too not evil enough. Like, she's just, she's not evil. Uh, yeah. If she's the villain of this piece, she's a very weak villain. Yeah. As we'll see in, in this episode as well. Um, anyway, Jen shows up at the wedding as She-Hulk in, in like, her dress. And I, is that dress, like, the one, like, the guy? It's one of the designer ones. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Uh, this angers Lulu because basically Jen's soaking up all the attention as She-Hulk. So Jen promises that um, at the wedding she she'll show up as herself and not um, as She-Hulk. Um, so now we go back to the law firm. So this guy named Craig Hollis, who goes by Mister Immortal. Oh yeah, Mister. He hires Miss Book, who we find out her name is Mallory, um, as uh, to settle like a divorce case and. So we we find out that basically this guy's been married a bunch of times and eventually he gets tired of the spouse he's with and he quote unquote dies because when he dies, he comes back to life, hence Mr. Immortal. But here's the logic problem with this. So he's basically like faking his death, right? To get out of these relationships. But as we see in a minute, he throws himself out the window, dies, immediately comes back to life. So, like, how how did he convince these all these people that he when he came back to life was he holding his breath and still right. because I think after you get hit by like the four cars or whatever the scenario was like you still have to play dead for a little while until they like go away. <laughs> yeah, like one of them said he took a cyanide pill, but it's like, well, he would have just came back to life. Did he was he just like sleeping there pretending to be dead? Maybe it's like the the caveat in the license is like till death do us part. Yeah, that, I think that's what he's focusing on. Like he's dead. Like. All right, I just died. That's that's it. We Contract just, fulfilled. Yeah, we're over. Okay, so he's... But then, like, a lot of... In a later scene, it seemed like a lot of the people were saying that, like, he fooled them into thinking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at first I thought, just like you did, well... And he kind of mentioned that, like, yeah, he's technically dead, so death do their part, the marriage would be over. And I'm like, that seems like kind of a weak thing, but okay. But then later on, it made it seem like, oh, no, he was faking his death. These people actually believed he was dead. But then that just brings up so many other questions of, like, how did he actually pull that off? Yeah. Um, and they, it, it's just, um, he's kind of an interesting character, but when you when you really think about that, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so yeah, Nikki and Mallory, they kind of start arguing in front of this guy, causing him to jump out the window, like I said. <laughs> I, I, I felt like, I was like, I commiserate with this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only we could all do that. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're just like in a conversation and you just get tired of it and you're just like, ah, see you later. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel that. <laughs> But then, like, he landed on a car, and there's a bunch of people around. They're like, he could have landed on somebody. Huh? Yeah, there could have been yeah, someone in that car that he just fucking killed or something. Um, so now we're back at, like, a before the wedding, like a wedding party type thing. And Titania shows up at the wedding uh, party. <laughs> I wrote, Lulu acts like Jen is crazy to be suspicious of Titania, even though they just went through, like, a court case <laughs> where they were, you know, opposing each other. She's like... Well, like apparently, like she picked up one of her, like one of uh, the bride's friends as a date, and so she could come as a plus one. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. Yeah, you're like yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> you know, it's, New York City is a small place. Like everybody knows each other there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i just thought it was like she's acting like jen is like a real loony for like thinking titania is like out to get her and it's just like she was literally just out to get me yeah. like we had a court case didn't you watch the last episode <laughs> um 
So Jen goes kind of outside and she starts getting hit on by this guy named Josh. Uh, but then Lulu immediately. What? So was that guy the plus one? Like, did he bring Titania? They didn't say that. She asked him if he had a plus one and he said no. And she was like, she didn't understand who, how it was decided who gets a plus one and who doesn't. Okay, I was feeling like suspicious of him, but maybe I was. Well, and you were maybe right to be when we get later on in the episode. Um, so he hits on her, but then Lulu immediately comes over and asks her to start cleaning things up. And like this was constant, like Lulu being a bitch to her and like you know treating her like she's lesser or whatever. Yeah, I, she was not a, a likable character. No, you're just like, why are you friends with this bitch? Exactly, exactly. Um, so now there's a meeting. Uh, Mr. Immortal's exes are in a meeting with him, Nikki, and Mallory. Uh, Mallory says that she can help him, but he, he's got to pay. And like she was kind of being like a like treating him like kind of shitty, and he's. He's like, aren't you on my side or something? And she's like, well, not really, but I'll help you, but you got to pay me or something. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just, like, walk on them, because they were really kind of pieces of shit, too. I know. Like, they acted like no lawyer would act at all, you know? Um, okay. Um, so the bridesmaids now give Jen uh, the groom, the groomsman's clothing to either, like, iron or wash or some shit. Because um, they were playing Mario Kart and they got wrinkly or some weird bullshit. Yeah. Um, oh, there's something I forgot to mention earlier. Is like they were going through the wedding and they're like, okay, you're going to be walking with so-and-so, you, so-and-so. And she's like, do I not have someone to walk with? And they're like, oh, you're walking with Jonathan. And all the girls are like, oh, Jonathan's so cute or adorable or whatever. Well, now we find out that Jonathan is like this little like dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make like some reference to like he had died and they resuscitated him or something? <laughs> I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, this ugly dog. You're like, well, I don't know. He's still a dog. Mm. Um, so now back to the the um, court. Uh, Mister Immortal uh, tries to pay off his exes. Says he'll split his his fortune with all of them. Uh, evenly, but then they argue because like one woman's like, "Well, I had a kid with this son of a bitch, and you were just with him for this such and such length of the time, and all this kind of bullshit." <clears throat> um. So now, God, this was stupid. Nikki gets all of them to agree to a um a settlement that involves like all this weird shit. Like one woman just like gets a an apology with like eye contact or something. Just a bunch of really stupid bullshit. I don't even know if it's worth talking about. It was like 20 seconds. <laughs> this guy's like, he's like in the corner and like he just keeps killing himself. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> his story is actually interesting. I, I wish in I comics. could die. <laughs> oh, what's his story in the comics? I was, I'm not super familiar with him. Well, he's he's lived like a, a horrible existence. Like, uh, you know, everybody dies around him. Like, there's like a. I think there's like a being that's kind of like connected to him or something that that kills people that he cares about around him, but doesn't do anything to him. Like I think he's cursed by that being or something. Oh, so he's like he lives forever and like he has to watch all the people he loves die. Yeah, yeah the only yeah. way I can have a relationship is with these bitches who I hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't kill them. <laughs> he found that. He found the loophole. <laughs> all I gotta find is the worst women around. <laughs> Uh, so now back at the wedding party, Jen gets drunk and she kind of has like this flirty conversation with that Josh guy. Uh, but then she has to puke. So she goes outside and while she's puking, uh, Titania comes up and basically gives her like a hockey punch to the face, which is so hard that it sends her flying back. Now, I don't know how the Hulk powers work, but she doesn't have like a mark on her. Right. right. I thought she should have been dead right there. <laughs> she should have at least had like a broken <laughs> nose or some shit. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in like the first Avengers movie, like Banner talks about like he tried to commit suicide, but oh, like, right. you know, the Hulk caught the bullet after he shot it. But like she didn't change into the Hulk immediately getting punched so are we to believe like just her like regular person frame took that punch and was fine right i guess because she was also drunk she's like i forgot how to be the hulk right right um so yeah titania and also like when they're outside her like nobody notices this is going on right but um titania basically says she wants to fight her but she wants to fight the hulk so she wants her to hulk out and like you said yeah she's drunk so like she's having trouble like 
hulking out or whatever. At first, just her legs hulk out or whatever. But eventually, she hulks out. She causes like a big earthquake with her stomp or whatever that sends Titania back into the wedding party. So now, like, everybody realizes that they're uh, fighting. Um, so this fight doesn't last very long. And Titania just, like, slips on something on the ground, like ice or something. And slips and, like, breaks her veneers, yeah. like her teeth. I mean, so even the action in this show is like nothing. Yeah. There I mean, was, she's there was just, like a, a punch in the. She's stone. just a social media person. Like, isn't that her whole deal? But she apparently has powers of some kind, right? Well, yeah. Like she has super powers. strength or something. Some kind of strength, yeah. it seems like, yeah. Oh, God. So now Lulu comes up, and, and we would kind of think she would be mad because, like, Jen hulked out, but, like, she's not mad. And I, I, I think, like, she must be drunk or yeah, something. She's drunk, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now back in the office, Mallory reveals to Nikki that she's married with a kid. And so this makes it seem to me like we probably won't get Miss Book scissoring She-Hulk in the future, (laughs) which is a a little depressing and very disappointing. Another another cliffhanger (laughs) down the drain. (laughs) This show is just giving me less and less hope. (laughs) You should say. <laughs> Clit hanger. <laughs> you know what? It was worth it. It was worth the wait. <laughs> okay, so after that conversation, they're like on the computer, and there's like some sort of pop-up about like a She-Hulk hate group right. or something. Like, why would they just get this random pop-up that intelligentsia i think is the website yeah so so they actually created an account based on this pop-up and yeah so they it joins this like uh group called intelligentsia which is like this uh, online hate group that specifically hates she hulk Mm -hmm. so then again like we were talking at the (laughs) we should make that website (laughs) (laughs) we might be already i don't know our youtube channel is becoming um, but again, this, this is once again, like that kind of defensive, like, like let's hate on the haters. Like they're the ones that got to be watching this. I, I, I just, I don't know. It, it seems weird to me the way they're constantly harping on this. We should do like a She-Hulk, uh, skit, but like one of us has to get painted green. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. Not it. Uh, <laughs> you came up with the let's idea. Let's call the whole thing <laughs> You have a beard and everything. <laughs> but also, like, wouldn't um, wouldn't the guys that hate She-Hulk on this site, wouldn't they basically hate every female superhero and, and it would be, like, and not just, like, Hulk, She-Hulk specific? At least Carol Danvers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I assume she would be on there. <laughs> People seem to not like her for some reason. I don't know. Um... So Nikki um, uh, leaves Jen like a phone message about this intelligentsia place. Um, But her and Josh are now sharing a batch of French fries. And we find out that this intelligentsia group is like uh, um, spying on them. And it seems like possibly finding a way to steal her DNA because we know they were trying to do oh, yeah, that they're earlier. they're still trying to get her DNA. But I was like, are they somehow like she's eating the french fries and is that stealing her DNA? Or are they just like getting ready to steal her DNA? I wasn't sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was either. a bit confusing. I, I still think that guy from that date before has something to do with it. Tim or whatever. Because like, you know, they brought him back for the next episode. So I don't know. Now I'm thinking that if any guy is gonna be like you know working for the bad guys it's gonna be this josh guy right yeah yeah maybe they're gonna maybe have they like both are. yeah ghosts of or maybe the twist will be past. this josh guy is actually a good guy <laughs> i don't know like i did hear a theory like online that the um the girl who invited her and this josh guy are both working in tandem with the whoever's like trying to get her dna and not lulu <laughs> like she like it's weird that she invited her to the wedding right like and made her like a best i feel like that lulu lady's too much of like an airhead to be like a bad guy yeah. well, and she plus was, she like she went was, to high school with her she was definitely drunk enough they could have stolen the dna yeah, yeah. The blood <laughs> Josh is like, I collected the DNA on my dick. (laughs) Which is over there now. (laughs) 
Um, I wouldn't want to bang she. Like, I would want to because she's hot, but sure. she would rip that thing right off. Like, as soon as she gripped it, she, boom, game You off. think so? Oh, nobody could fuck She-Hulk. Who could? <laughs> well, somebody could have. Bruce could. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, she's cursed. <laughs> she can only bang her cousin. <laughs> well, she banged that one dude, too. So. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah. He, was, he was sound as a pound. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't feel like that was very realistic. <laughs> I think she would have murdered him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's his kink, is to be with someone who can, like, manhandle him. <laughs> yeah, she's just throwing it at him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like indentions on his body <laughs> now so we've had this episode do you think we'll get daredevil next episode or they, they i hope so by the way i'm gonna try to call it i'm gonna say the episode he shows up the episode title is she devil who's he defending oh. or what's the case he needs to be have a case well i'm guessing maybe he's had a run-in with this intelligentsia group or something mm. i see I mean, I don't know. What would you say? What is it? The hand? I, I, always, <laughs> the thought, I always thought Kingpin would be the thing that like ties this all together. but That would be too interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to reintroduce Kingpin from that cliffhanger in no. Echo or, this, or that Hawkeye. But you made a good point. Like We've seen enough Titania now to know that like she's doesn't seem interesting enough to right. be like... You know. And she's just not like malicious enough to be a, a real villain. No. Know? But it is weird to this show, like, it wants to be self-contained episodes, which I guess would be fine if they were all self-contained episodes, but there there is, like, enough, like, foreshadowing and continuity between them that, it, I don't know, it, it's a, it, it's weird, it doesn't work, though. Yeah, it's a strange choice. I, I mean, especially when shows started going with these, like, long seasons where you could have, you know, a continuous storyline, like... It's proven out to be like a much better format than just like a, a sitcom or a, whatever those series used to do back in the day. I mean, I feel like certain things are fine for like, you know, a lot of old school sitcoms, you know, Seinfeld, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they made it work. Comedies but... like that are fine for it. But then like... I mean, like Seinfeld was very funny for me, but I was never like hooked in like I was with like Breaking Bad or something. Yeah, I'll grant you that. Like you, you don't, you're not as attached. You're not, you're not like it's not as compelling. Even though, yeah, I mean, there's definitely shows that work. Well, that's because of the idea. Of those shows is you can jump in on any episode and it's fine. Yeah. Whereas that's not really true with this show. Yeah, it's like some weird bastard. Like child. if you were just to drop in on on this episode, I mean, you would get it, but there would be an, enough um, beforehand that you didn't know that. Yeah, you'd be missing some context. Right. I don't know. Whatever it is, like, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to put your finger on it exactly, but it, it doesn't, it's not working well. It's not working. And I don't see uh, three more episodes, whether self-contained or not, I don't see it them I, saving I, 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 this show in my mind. We've been going with this for a while, and part of me is like, should we just stop, like... We just been flailing this dead horse every <laughs> well, week. Well, I mean, we kind of uh, we got to finish it out now. I mean, and I know we sound like we're just hating, hating, hating. Like I do hope always that the show improves and gets better. It's just yeah, and, uh, and from, I, I still am intrigued to see uh, Daredevil. Yeah, and uh, I think this is all kind of like homework because. Just to be like uh, caught up on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything that's going on, it you kind of do have to like know about these these shows and movies that are coming out. That's she, true. She's just gonna meld into the bigger universe and be like, she went through such travails with those dating scenes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be worth it when they show all those women heroes together again. <laughs> but on top of that, she has no arc at all. Like, honestly, uh, yeah. if if they filter her into like a big budget movie. Like, I'm just going to want to see her, like, get an action scene that's actually good. <laughs> or, well, I mean, like, Bruce has multiple Hulks, like, so maybe she could have a different, like, you know, PMS Hulk or something. <laughs> That'll get some mail. <laughs> that's a soundbite for you. You know what? Maybe we do deserve the hate from female <laughs> groups. Maybe we do. Maybe we've earned it. There's already a Red Hulk. Uh, that is, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Red Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh sexism 
<laughs> Tried and true classic. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we leave these people on a clit hanger? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you guys want to add um, before we go? I'm looking forward to Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, me too. It, like fingers crossed, fingers crossed yeah. they don't ruin Daredevil. Right. But um, yeah, I, I I still am interested how they like kind of fit him in. It's 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 gonna be uh, cool. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, anybody uh, who's still with us, hopefully, hopefully everybody's still with us. Uh, please, please, please go on to uh, the um, um, YouTube, subscribe, leaves comments. Also, you can subscribe to us in audio form on your podcast surface of choice. Um, and, and actually we've been getting more subscribers and, and, uh, comments and stuff. So thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also if you want, you can come over to Twitter and, and talk to us there as well. And guys, where can people find you on Twitter? At a name for this too. And that's number two. At unsolicited S-U-G. And you can of course find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week please 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 tune in again next week bye guys take care have a good one